Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Turn up your Turn volume. Up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. The Sick Podcast. With Tony Maradero. 55 seconds left in the penalty, a minute and 27 seconds left in regulation time. Boston 4, Montreal 3. Lafleur coming out rather gingerly on the right side. He gives it into Lemaire, back to Lafleur. Oh! The sickest Montreal Canadiens podcast. <laughs> there is a bomb! Sports entertainment. Like no other. Rejoint, on lui fait perdre la rondelle une passe devant. Et c'est la victoire des Canadiens. You found the dogs! John, you found the dogs! He found the dogs! And all together they worked a young team to the top. And now a 24th Stanley Cup banner will hang from the rafters of the famous forum in Montreal. The Canadians win the Stanley Cup. Brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. La TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground. Your premier gaming destination. It's going to be sick. Marinero, the sick podcast on this Wednesday, July 19, the sick podcast weeknights at 10 p.m. You can watch on YouTube, on Facebook and on Twitter. You can also listen, of course, via all social media apps, including uh, Google, Apple, Spotify. The list goes on and on. The sick podcast brought to you in part by Energy Transportation Group, recently named by Deloitte and CIBC as one of Canada's best managed companies. The country's leading business award recognizing innovative and world class companies, the best managed Canadian companies. Designation fuels energy's purpose of creating progress for their customers, their employees, and their communities. Join a winning team and check out Energy's career page for available opportunities. The Sick Podcast is also brought to you in part by Playground, your premier gaming destination. Playground Summer Million is the must-play poker event of the season, featuring ten championship ring events, one million dollars in guaranteed prize money pools, and a five hundred thousand dollar guaranteed main event located just over the Mercier Bridge. Only minutes from downtown Montreal playground and brought to you by La Bitta TB Brewed in Quebec, a winner of a dozen international awards. La Bitta TB offers quality microbrewery beers made with premium ingredients for everyone's taste. La Bitta TB, embrace your true nature. Tonight's guest, I called him last week. I reached out to him last week. As a matter of fact, I think he was at some summer concert one or two nights in a row. He is former NHLer Philippe Boucher. Comment vas-tu? Ça va bien, toi? About uh, 10 out of 12 nights or something like that. But it was fun. A lot of fun yeah. in Quebec last week. Yeah. So you're at the chalet, huh? Yeah, yeah. How's first the time, uh, first time with my uh, my new uh, iPad here? Am I looking straight at you? You, you know what? Set up. We we. <laughs> this is kind of a last minute here. No, 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 no. You're, We're you're all look, good. You're looking great. You're looking Perfect. great. Uh, Thanks, the bud. fact that you got the iPad. Hey, listen, that's that's good. The iPad is yeah. looking good, man. So Thanks, when did bud. you pick up the iPad exactly? Uh, when I had to give my computer back to Drummondville. Ah, I thought they were okay. going to give it to me, and they, they they asked for it about a month ago. So I bought an iPad. Kind of like it. Nice. Oh really? Hey, do you yeah. did you buy the keyboard as well with the iPad or no? Oh yeah, I got everything. Got yeah, the whole yeah. Setup. Yeah. 
You know what? I was uh, I ended up going with a MacBook Pro to tell you yeah. the truth, but I was this close to going uh, to the iPad. And uh, some days I kind of wish I had it. So you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if I take a uh, a stroll down to the Apple Store yeah. in the next week or two and I pick one up because uh, the convenience of it, the fact that you could just bring Breathe. it around, put it in your knapsack or whatever, it's it's yeah. pretty cool. All right. Okay. Good. Listen. Thanks for joining me. Sure. Uh, even though it is the middle of July or past, yeah. you know, or we're almost in the third week of July here, uh, there's still a Montreal Canadiens topic or two to talk about. It's going to yeah. be interesting because I remember one of the things we talked about the last yeah. time you joined me and a player in particular. So we'll yeah. get to that yeah. in just a moment. But I think the main topic of conversation, I saw this on NHL.com. Sean Farrell wrote a piece on what he thinks the Montreal Canadiens lineup will look like. Um, who the, uh, you know, who the, um, who the line mates will be, uh, mm -hmm. who the defense partners will be, who will play with who, who will not be in the lineup. And I found it very interesting. I, I'm going to say this, um, although a lot of people are going to disagree with some things, I thought there was a lot of logic to what was done. And I'll explain that in just a second. Um, but um can you put it on for me can i yeah. see what his uh opinion was or well yeah well what i'll do is uh what i'll do is i'll i'll read it for you okay, okay. Sure. i'll read it for you so but before i do let me ask you this who would your centers be suzuki obviously number one uh, okay. monahan number two and number three and i would keep kirby doc at center i would for the future i would Okay, so oh, you one, said one. that. So Suzuki you said number Suzuki. one. Yeah. Doctor eventually challenge him, right? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. And then Monahan at center. Okay, that's that's interesting. All right, so what I'll do is, uh, you know, you just said something, so I'm gonna I'm actually gonna write the lines for you. I think that's what I'm gonna okay, do. Perfect. Okay. This way you can have a chance. You're catching I, me off guard here. I no, no, no. Listen, I should have prepared. That's a, okay. I, I should have prepared a graphic, as a matter of fact, so you could have seen it. Yeah, but um, all right. This is who he has. He has Monahan, yeah, Suzuki, and Caulfield as your first line. So he does not have Monahan, okay, playing center. Which, which I don't. Well, I guess you're going to tell me a little bit more in a bit. But no, no. Explain, if, explain. though. talk to me about that. If it's to keep Doc number two center, which I haven't seen his list, to me it makes sense. And Doc is a number two center on his list. Perfect. That makes sense to me. Okay. So then he's got Doc. Yeah. With Josh Anderson on the right. Yeah. And Newhook on the left. I like that. I can't disagree with that. Okay. And then he's got Christian Dvorak at center. Yeah. With Gallagher on the right and Hoffman on the left. Well, that's not your typical third line, but uh, let's see what your fourth line is. His fourth line is, and then we'll... Evans with Armia on the right, yeah, and Slavkovsky on the left. Yeah, I don't see. See, I don't. I don't mind too much of that because your third and fourth line depend on who's going to play well. Is going to play a little bit more. Um, it's Slavkovsky will need some time. He hasn't played a lot last year. I, I think eventually, the number one overall pick of any year should be in the top six or near the top six, but that might take some time for him. Obviously, Suzuki yeah. Caulfield, everybody's going to get a turn on the first line. I think we know it's a, you know, it's, it's two players, right? Two right-ended players, Caulfield yeah. and Suzuki that will need a good fit. 
No problem with Monaghan, but they can all get there. They can all move up, maybe Slavkovsky later in the year. So I, I don't mind that lineup too much. I don't, I don't spend too much. I, I used to coach, and I didn't spend that much time putting the lines together because no, eh? they come together. You try a few different things, and all of a sudden you realize something, and you keep it together. Or the pieces kind of fall into place, and it kind yeah. of sometimes happens, plays itself exactly. out organically. Is that it? It's probably not the best handwriting in the world there. Yeah, but, uh, I see it. Suzuki it's, it's, a with, decent, it's a decent lineup. Okay, Suzuki, Caulfield on the right, Monahan on the left, Doc with Anderson on the right, and Newhook on the left, and Dvorak with yeah. Gallagher on the right, and Hoffman on the left, and Evans yeah. with Armi on the right, and Slaff on the left, and, and so Pozzetta, yeah. Raphael, RV Pinard, and maybe even Jesse yeah. Alone, and maybe even Leas Anderson yeah. out of the lineup. But I'm going to tell you something. Yeah, I know that Monahan is not the sexy pick on the number one line. Yeah. I love it. Ask me why. Because he's a good veteran player that if he plays well, you could move him at the deadline. <laughs> Did I answer for you? His contract <laughs> is up at the end of the year. Let's put him in a position yeah. to succeed. Yeah. So if if uh, Sean Monahan ends up playing with those guys yeah. and ends up, you know, by the deadline, they've played 55 games mm-hmm. and he's got, 44 points. Let's just say, okay, 40 points, 42 points. If he's got points and he shows other teams that he not only can contribute offense with goals, Mm -hmm. not only can contribute offense with assists, but also can still keep up and play with first-line players and be not only a player Mm -hmm. on a team, but an important player on a team, all of a sudden, a first-round pick in return is not impossible. Or a long-term deal if he stays healthy. I would or doubt a, that. I would doubt that because, you know, they've been drafting quite a bit and they'll go with younger players, but yeah. you never know. Hey, ideally, if Monaghan plays well as a number two center, number three center, or, or first-line left winger, the Montreal Canadiens are going to win and he's going to win. And that's what everybody wants. All right. Uh, but I, I think what catches a lot of people by surprise is that RHP – yeah. Is not in the lineup, but look once yeah. again, I understand it, right? He's got a yeah. two-year deal at one point yeah. one million a year. Mike Hoffman is also going into the last year of his yeah. contract. He has to be moved. The old army has got a two-year deal. Yeah. Um, he's got a bigger contract than RHP, obviously. I kind of get it now. Yeah, do, I mean, do, do do they need to play that much to be moved for high draft picks? Unless they're they're they catch on fire early in the year, they'll be moved aside, and RV Pinar will be playing. So maybe it, does day, it not hurt your value when you've been a healthy scratch several times when a team's trying to deal? Yeah, you? but do, are they going to really going to have value? If they had value, they would have been moved last year. I I, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. You, you know, yeah. you still try and. You, you know, you cross your fingers and you hope that the guys yeah. end up having a very, very good year on the year. I think the want, older guys will get a chance early on. Mm-hmm. And, and if Arvid Pinar plays better than Gallagher, and we uh, we all want to see Gallagher play well, well, Arvid Pinar eventually. See, I was offered a contract with Pittsburgh my uh, when I the year I retired. I was offered a contract, and Dan Bosma was the coach. Yeah, and in the playoffs, it was hard because I was playing well, and then they played the other guys, and that. Dan Balsma was a good friend of mine. We are long. Well, yeah, I can share his story. I think it's public. They lost a kid. Uh, our wives were pregnant together. And oh, wow. we're due at the same time. They had their showers together. 
and then uh, uh, they lost the baby. And then uh, Dan is, and his wife's such a good person. They came bad, over man. to the house, hugged their kid, Matthew, and then shared with us that we, we could enjoy our moment, even though it was really tough for them. I think that the kid, uh, just before birth, the, the, the boy passed away. And That's so we very close. So let's go back to Pittsburgh, where when we won the cup, I didn't play a lot. I wish I would have played more. And, and right under the, the alarm clock, uh, I, when we were going to shake hands, I, I couldn't shake his hand right there. And so I just moved past. And then we talked a few days later and said, Phil, that was the toughest decision I ever made. I think you should have played a little bit more. But we were winning. I said, OK, fine. And then I said, Dan, you, you did all the right things, right? He said, if I coach for 20 years, it's going to be the toughest decision ever. I said, you did the right things. I got a ring. Everything is fine. Later in the summer, I signed a contract. I agreed to a contract. Hold on a second, but you didn't shake his hand? No, I couldn't do it. We, we looked at each other, each other in the eyes, and I, I kind of turned. Uh, we did later on, but that was right after the game on the ice. It was very emotional. So, um, and anyway, when I signed the contract, I agreed to the contract with Pittsburgh. He called me. He said, listen, Phil, see, we're not going to go through this again. Because we, we did talk later on at the Santa Cup parties and everything. Yeah, yeah. They were not going to go through this again. He said, you know, we, I think they signed Jay McKee and someone else. So, you know, if you come to Pittsburgh, you're the number eight guy for the first 20 games. No matter what. No matter if you play well, if you whatever you do, you're the number eight guy on defense. We have uh, this guy and that guy and Latang and whatever. Yeah. But after 20 games... I get free reign on what I'm going to do. After 20 games, if you're number one, you'll play like number one. If you're number two, you'll play like number two. And if you're number eight, you'll play like number eight. So for but the first 20 games, he was given a directive. And that happens a lot. Trust me, that happens a lot. Wow. I've been on many teams that no matter how good you play early in the season, decisions were made, free agents were brought in, younger guys can play well, but they're not going to move up. And after 20 games, then – coach has free reign and, and that's chien, ça. it goes against everything that you know the it goes against yeah. everything that we try and preach right give your best then, and if you do to be then, honest with you he was i think he, he i don't think he exaggerated he, he just he was honest with me i think after 10 games which is cool well. which is cool. I, yeah in one year in dallas i scored 16 goals and when the the, the season started the next year i wasn't on the power play and it took me 20 games to get back on the power play and i I clicked with Zubov and I scored 19 that year, but it wow. was set. Trevor Daly was there. Another young defenseman was there. They were going to give them the chance. And in giving a player a chance, it's it's not fair for the guy you decide not to give a chance. But no, you're supposed to go with a chance, uh, giving a chance on merit, right? Like you, but, you deserve it, you yeah, get more minutes. But giving a young player a, a young, it's it's most of the time a younger player anyway, or a free agent that the GM needs to look good. Well, you need more than one, two, three, four, five games. So I believe if I would have went to Pittsburgh, maybe after 10 games, I could have been back in the lineup. But Dan wanted to be honest with me, and I decided to retire, to be honest. So sports is sometimes <laughs> predetermined decisions, sometimes political. There's well, so I much that goes sense. into it, though. You know? I'm, not, I'm not bitter at what I'm saying. I think yeah. it makes sense. If you decide... To keep uh, Slavkovsky on the third line next year, mm -hmm. I don't think if you put him on the third line, I don't think you should take him out after two games. You got to give him time. He, he's uh, you invested time. You invested a first round pick with him, uh, first overall pick with him. Maybe yeah. it's, a, it's not the good uh, example. I but understand it's that. Same thing with with you're saying with Offman. Like, okay, we'll give you a chance, maybe five ten games, but 
I'll play Harvey Pinar after 10 games from the coach if you're not doing well. I don't care if we get a second-round pick for you rather than getting a fourth-round pick. You're going to get a short amount of time to prove yourself, and then I'm going to play whoever plays best. Yeah, and you know what? I, I like Harvey Pinar. Last yeah. year, there was an opportunity that was there for him, yeah. right? And yeah. when players go down with injuries, it's it's unfortunate for the player that goes down, but it's an opportunity for a player who steps in. And he sees the moment. He sees the opportunity. That's yeah. what you want players to do. He did it. Yeah. Oh, and and, and to halfway through this, I know him really well. He played on my son with my son in summer tournaments here in Quebec. Stayed with me, and I was like, a lot of people said, "Well, maybe he should get called up." I'm like, "Oh, I've seen my son play with Belleville. I've seen Arvid Pinar. I'm not sure he's ready. Yes, he deserves his chance after a few injuries. And then when he got the opportunity, he made the most of it. And obviously, his will." Is his engagement, his investment in the game, and his hockey sense is at the level of the NHL. So I think he might be one of those guys that they'll keep aside for a bit mm-hmm. and, and move in. But then on the flip side, I wouldn't be surprised to see him on the first on the left side of the first line. They want to camp. Why not? So how do you feel about uh, Alex Newhook, who they acquired, yeah. who's not a center iceman according yeah. to these lines? How do you feel about it? Playing second, I like, I like second line left wing. I like the acquisition. I, I I kept track of him when he's a younger player, and I was in, in junior hockey, and I, I watched the Avalanche quite a bit actually. And and uh, I like the player. I think it, it's a good trade. It's a good good signing. Uh, it, it's good, he's going to be part of the, of the core group. And and to go back on what we were saying just before, I don't think Martin Saint Louis would agree to we sign this guy, play him for twenty games. I think Martin Saint Louis has a lot to say, and and not saying that Dan Bosma didn't have a lot to say. He won the cup before, but I think Martin Saint Louis will have a lot to say. And to keep a guy like Arvi Pinar outside of the lineup, they're going to have to argue quite some time. Maybe for game one of the season. Uh, but Gallagher is better better play well. Armia better play well. They didn't dress him. Uh, he was injured most of the year, but they didn't dress him all that much. I don't think often. I don't think getting the most out of a trade is going to be important next year i think it's going to be getting the most of most of what we have and and to build around that core group of guys and to be honest in four or five years if the if uh, montreal makes the playoffs and want to challenge i think having a harvey pinar on a fourth line third line and to be able to move up like a Stu barnes i played with Stu barnes in dallas the kind of guy that played on the fourth line for and he was started on the fourth line every game but played 17 minutes yeah, Art can be one of those guys. A shout out to Murphy Clinic, an aesthetic clinic specializing in medical aesthetic care. They offer permanent laser hair removal as well as a wide range of treatments for skin problems such as acne, rosacea, fine lines, and more. They currently have two clinics, one located in Montreal, Shop Angus, and the second on the North Shore in Tarban. They're also opening soon in Quebec City, visit murphyclinic.ca or on Instagram at Murphy Clinic. My wife was there earlier today visiting with Kellyanne in Rosemo. So hello to Kellyanne and hello to Pamela as well. All right. Okay. Um, several other topics that I want to get to actually, because there's another topic that you and I will discuss at one point. Yeah. I don't want to get into it now, but it has to do sure. about with Slavkowski. Okay. Because yeah. you just yeah. talked about Slavkowski and keeping him in the lineup and he's a first round pick. He's a first overall, but according to these yeah. lines, he's on the fourth line. Anyway, it's going to make for another topic on another day. The reason being is that we're going to go with a shortened edition version tonight of the show. We're going to go with about 30 minutes, okay? I've already told everyone watching. Some of you are going to get upset saying, oh, only 30 minutes anymore, (laughs) folks. I think we're the only podcast 
if not the only one, you can count them on one hand in the country that covers a specific team that is going 12 months a year, okay? It's not the easiest thing to find topics uh, in the third week of July, but we've able to find yeah. a couple. I've been able to find a couple of them. Speaking of which, the last time I had you on, yeah. you were very high on yeah. Zach Benson. Yeah. And much like Cole Caulfield slipped yeah. out of the top 10 in his mm-hmm. draft year, which I believe was 2019, mm-hmm. Benson, who based on talent alone should have definitely been in the top 10, slipped out of the top 10. You'd have mm-hmm. to think it's the same reasons, right, Phil? Lack yeah. of size. Benson slips to Buffalo at number 13. And the last time you were on, you said, Tony, I know that this guy's going to be a very good player in the National Hockey League. Uh, what did you make of Buffalo getting him at 13? And what did you make of the Canadians passing? Well, Canadians passing at five is okay. Like, no problem there. I don't have any issues with that. They, they selected, according to, selected according to them the best defenseman in the draft. It's hard to pass up. Especially it, it, for some people, it can be un, hard to understand because we have a lot of young defensemen in Montreal. But I like the pick. It's not a sexy pick, but I think it's a safe pick by Montreal if they want to win one day and have guys that can play big minutes. So I'm not surprised Montreal passed. I'm surprised he slipped that far, to be honest with you. I think yeah. he, I think he's he's going to be a big game player. That's what I saw. Oh, really? U17. I, the U17, even though it was the normal tournament, we had the three teams from Canada and the women's national team that was there. But when push came to shove, the big goals, the big plays were mostly made by him. And and then wow. I think size size in the National Hockey League, uh, as a team, it's an issue. You don't want to be too small. I think Montreal is on the smaller side of teams right now. So. Can you have him and, and Caulfield on the first line? Maybe not. But with Buffalo, with big boys, right? Buffalo have some big boys up front. Yeah. It's a, it's one of the safest pick in the draft. He's going to put him on a line. You put him on a line with Tage Thompson, all of a sudden he gets insulated, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? And they one's, uh, and... one's five eight, and the other one's six six. So you just work exactly. out the average. That's all. Yeah. I think overall, you got to look at the size. You can't have five defensemen that are, you know, five eight and under. But you can have yeah. smaller defensemen that can move the puck, and you can have bigger guys. So it's a mix. The only position, I guess, in how the nowadays that you can't have smaller guys is in in that, right? There's nobody. They're getting bigger and bigger, right? Eh? The goalies, yeah. the teams yeah. are going nope. after. You take a look at uh, yeah. uh, Aiden Hill, and you take a look at uh, uh, Kira Schmidt, and uh, you, you take a look. There was some pretty big goalies last year in the playoffs. They're getting yeah. bigger and bigger. Uh, Hey, you just said you didn't have a problem with the Canadians picking Ryan Backer, yeah. the guy that, according to them, is the yeah. best defenseman in the draft and all that stuff. Um, where do you stand on passing up on Michkov? Where do you stand on that? Uh, time will tell. Time will tell. He has everything, but there's a lot of, uh, you know, I've heard a lot, of, oh, some stuff in the media, some stuff from friends of mine that are scouts when he was seen in town in Nashville, how he, he was acting and everything. Um, How was he acting, Phil? Well, you know, you don't have to. Nah, you, you don't say, have to. Wor- well, you don't have to worry too. about it because you're not going to tell us the scout's name. No, I can't say too much. But okay. he was caught in the store, maybe arguing with people and everything. And and and, and we've we were. I don't know if it's true or not. Okay. But I like his talent. It's a it's a it's it's a talent that it's hard to pass. Yeah. But is he going to come? Are they going to let him come? How is he going to be when he's here? Montreal. I think Montreal. As already the core people within the group, 
So they went with a safe pick with somebody that will play in the jersey, that will play big minutes, and that will have a, a decent role. Instead of trying to get a superstar, maybe they believe they have superstars. And at, at the right time, they will bring in free agents that are older to help Montreal. I understand that. But if this... But for Philly, I would be happy. It's a big if, though, right? But if this player comes over, and if, more importantly, this player realizes his potential, yeah, he's a greater talent than anyone they've had here in a very, very, very long time. Time will tell. You're right. Okay, so now, on that yeah. note, I'm sure you saw uh, some of the articles yesterday, and hopefully you're watching the SICK podcast, and that um, Maxim Truman of Donny Coulis tells us that based on his information, Ryan Backer has Osgood Schlotter. Yeah. I know a little bit about it because I know of a bunch of soccer players growing mm -hmm. up that had it. Uh, they're growing pains, basically. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the time, you grow out of it. I know Max yeah. has a son who, unfortunately, had to undergo an operation and actually is going to end up having a second one. He's a very young soccer player. I believe he's uh, 12 or 13 or something like that. Uh, I don't know if I'm getting that age right. But anyway, uh, but what do you what do you make of this? Because, you know, we're hearing that the... the the Canadians weren't aware of this. And as a matter of fact, this team Clotten in Switzerland mm -hmm. actually just thought he had inflammation of his knees because he was overused yeah. and not because he had Oshka Schlatter. So do you have any experience with Oshka Schlatter? And what can you tell? No, him? not at all. Any, I've heard about it before. Never had any experience with it. Never had to deal with players that had it on in junior or at the pro level. Uh, I would think if it was a major issue, they would have known. If they were concerned about it, they would have known. If he's playing that well, I don't think it's a, if he played that well last year with it. Uh, hopefully, he gets out of it. But I, I'm not. I'm no expert, right? I'm no expert, so uh, I get it. Players, you don't, you don't uh, seem to be overly concerned though, because he brought it last no. year, right? No. Okay. He, he he was playing well recently. Okay. Why is it going to be? And it's 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 grown pains, right? Where should he play this upcoming season, David Reinbacher? Uh, maybe another year in Europe, but Why? I wouldn't mind the American Hockey League. Per, so, I, and I ask you because Simo the Snake Boisvert last year, yeah. uh, last night, pardon me, not yeah. last year, last night, felt very strongly about this. Yeah. He wants Reinbacker and Laval right away. He wants them to play yeah. in a league that resembles the NHL where you yeah. can have uh, people watching him. He can have the team close to him. Adam Nicholas can be close to him, yeah. for example. So, um, uh, yeah. To me, it's when you cut a player in junior, right? You cut them in junior, they're they're younger, but they say, "Should I go back to a midget AAA? Should I go to a junior AAA?" I said, "Listen, go where you're you're going to improve. Skills are going to improve. You're going to be a better player, and and you're going to be challenging for a spot next year. I think it's the same for him. But the decision will be made by Montreal probably. But it's a good caliber where he plays back home." Right, he plays with older guys. Yes, with older, almost older guys there than in the American Hockey League. Yeah, Guy Boucher says the Swiss yeah. League is a better league than the American Hockey League. All right, I, I I won't disagree. I won't disagree. So I think it's a, if the player is a very good player, it's a win-win situation. Where do you feel comfortable playing? How do you feel about being here? Do you want to be here at home for for another year, uh, and then next year that's when we need you to challenge for a spot? He's not going to challenge great things if he does this year yeah. down for a spot but i don't think so but what's going to make you better and and i would very much consider his opinion on where he's going to play 
I wouldn't force it on him. I would I sit you. with him. I'm sure they have sat with him already. They'll say, listen, let's see how camp goes. But the American Hockey League is not an easy league to play in. And no. play that many games, uh, that many nights, three and threes, busting all around. Uh, over there, it could be better. But I would let the player choose. Sure. I, I, would let, I, let, I would let the player uh, have a say, a, a very good say in that decision. Hey, who knows? Maybe we can. Uh, he can do one year in Switzerland next yeah. year in yeah. Laval, yeah, and, and then, then join ready. the Canadians because I don't believe in rushing guys. You know, no. one scout always told me an extra year of junior or yeah. American Hockey League or Europe development yeah. has never hurt anybody, but rushing a player one year too soon has. Not many eighteen-year-old plays in the NHL on defense anyway. Not a few nineteen-year-old do. So when yeah. he's 20, 21, that's when you want him to come in and play 18, 19 minutes, like Gooley did. Yeah. Come in, you're ready. So whatever the the best route is for him, because I don't think two years in the American Hockey League before he plays in the NHL would be good. It's it's a tough league for an 18-year-old. Yeah, so they're going to play 18, 19, 20 minutes, and we played almost close to 30 minutes here tonight. Yeah. Thank Already? you so much, Philippe Boucher, uh, regular collaborator on BPM Sport, TV Sport, and you can yeah. hear him hopefully for the upcoming season more often and watch him on the sick podcast. Merci beaucoup, mon cham. Take care, bud. Merci, I bye. appreciate it. All right. Thank you very much. All right. So you can watch us on YouTube. If you liked it, like it, share it with your friends, comment sick, S I C K S I C K S I C K. If you're going to listen on Google, Apple or Spotify, leave us a five-star review. It's our way of feeling the love for a yellow Sammy and Juliana Cavallaro and Shane Gomo and master control. We'll be back tomorrow night. Same time, same place. I'm Marinaro. <laughs> And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow The Sick Podcast with Tony Marinero on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Energy Transportation Group. Driven to be different. TV. Embrace your true nature. And Playground, your premier gaming destination.